0: This is The Saucer Life, and I'm Aaron Gullius. Saucer Life is a monthly podcast in which we'll explore a single concept, event, or person from the world of flying saucers. Our goal will be to provide relatively brief, entertaining, hopefully, and informative snapshots of various parts of this amazing, enthralling, and terrifying subculture. No guests, no preconceptions, no snark, no belief, no debunking. This is Encounter 101, General Principles and My Favorite Things. In this short preview episode, um, we're going to have a brief overview of what we'll be doing here, why we're doing it, and how you can interact with us, along with um, a sort of mini-exploration of of one of the least well-known UFO books ever, is my guess. First, uh, the name, why the saucer life, because the more you look at UFOs, flying saucers, any of, this, uh, any of this particular subculture, for many of the people we'll be discussing who've experienced things, their encounter with whatever it was they saw uh, would usually be a turning point for them in some way. Once they encounter a man in black, a demonic monster, a man from Venus, or a sexy woman from the planet Clarion, they enter the saucer life, and nothing would ever be the same again for them. Or perhaps us, as a society, if we take all of these experiences and stories about them collectively. Here on The Saucer Life, we'll be telling their stories, some of which you might not know, and along the way, we'll hear from the people themselves, through their writings, speeches, and other sources. So, who am I? Uh, I teach history, and have written a number of books on the paranormal and conspiracy theory subcultures in American history. The book most relevant to what I'll be doing here is uh, 2013's Extraterrestrials and the American Zeitgeist from McFarlane Books. I got into teaching uh, because I love to tell stories, and there are a few stories more bizarre and entertaining than flying saucer stories. While my scholarly work has tended to focus on contactees, and we'll hear more about them in a few episodes, and actually quite a bit about them overall because I love contactees, The show will run the gamut from contactees to the Men in Black, and from secret underground bases to abductions and all sorts of things in between. That said, we look at some of my favorite things. I already sort of, you know, gave you a hint about contactees. The stories that we'll be looking at on The Saucer Life are, in a lot of cases, not the saucer stories with which you might be the most familiar. I like weird stuff, so there is going to be more than your daily recommended allowance of contactees. We'll try not to overdose on contactees, but I can't make too many promises because these are these are fun stories. We'll also be looking at uh, some of the too-often-ignored cobwebby corners of the saucer world. One example of this is a book by a woman named Helen Gizmondi uh, called A UFO Appears in Pennsylvania 1930. Many tragedies occur. The same UFO appears in Michigan 1996. Yeah, that entire thing is the title. And most of the book is entirely unrelated to any UFOs she might have seen. Um, Some of it is strange advice and oddly worded aphorisms. The future without any pain is the method and modern innovations that are deliberate. A theme to follow is to conquer all that you challenge, and you must firmly follow a program to guide your future. Your proposals are the absolute initiatives you must design to address these ideas and deal with confidence. Morality, with the morals you may adopt without controversy, must also be intensified with integrity. These high morals, with consent, must never be abandoned or destroyed. All of that was taken from one page. Um, I did not edit. Those were consecutive paragraphs in a section supposedly talking about one coherent idea. Aside from that little piece of wisdom, there's some discussion of politics as well. Government alone cannot be the answer to the myriad challenges facing the problems of the unspoken assumption of understanding crime. It is true we must have laws to help and guarantee restraining orders. We all too often see overheated change by accounts that are inaccurately sensitive or that portray them as objects. We are superhumans of unswerving courage and nobility. While I like the fact that we are, in fact, superhumans of unswerving courage and nobility, um, it's... Actually, I was going to say it, it's not really a UFO thing, but it absolutely is. If we look at, um, as we will be looking at in a couple episodes, the messages that some contactees related, you do see a pattern where th- there is a, dis- a lot of discussion of untapped human ability and potential, and that humanity as a whole would move forward in a, a very super awesome definite way if people would just embrace what, um, what Helen calls uh, our unswerving courage and nobility. The only actual UFO-related material in this UFO book, in fact, is a uh, brief summary of Helen's experiences that, from what I can gather from reading it, uh, probably triggered the writing of the book. This is an honest, truthful book. Non-fiction. November 20th, 1930. UFO. A blue, metal, ship-shaped object circles around my body three times and then vanishes into the clouds. December 22nd, 1953. Near death. I had a ruptured appendix. Peritonitis set in. At various times, this UFO invisibly gave me many fruitful suggestions I adhered to. Motel occurrences and tragedies. Room 8. Motel customer killed when truck fell on him while repairing a tire. Room 24. Tennyson died. A bottle of aspirin and vodka. Room 25. John Scott found dead on floor. Room 19. Customer found dead. Vodka and drug needle in arm. May 10th, 1991. My maid, Carolyn Reno, left work. Seven hours later, Carolyn and her daughter Robin were murdered. Their throats were slashed. February 1st, 1991. My CPA jailed. His children molested. Wife believed murdered. February 10th, 1993. Stroke. I lost my voice. Luckily, I regained it without any impairments. April 19th, 1993. My handyman, Mike Moultrie, killed. His van overturned. November 20th, 1996. This same UFO, a blue metal ship-shaped object, reappears after 66 years. It circles my body while in bed three times, orders me to put this in writing. Dear God, I have been confronted by this metal ship-shaped object that circled my entire body three times on November 20th, 1930, and it appeared once again 66 years later on November 20th, 1996. This time it awoke me in my sleep. Once again, this UFO, a blue ship-shaped metal object, gave me a direct order to write about it. I have to obey and am totally compelled to abide this stringent order if I want to find peace within my life. I have suffered pain with no end in sight. I also have experienced many good things in my life. Helen Gismondi's little-known book is a great example of how a life can easily become a saucer life. Horrible circumstances are recast in the light of a long past encounter with the otherworldly. And once that craft circled young Helen's body three times, nothing was ever the same. It doesn't matter whether or not that actually happened. I mean, it doesn't matter for the purposes of of understanding her story the story she told herself and in writing the book told the world became her reality the saucer life was real for her and it certainly seemed to be the impetus for her writings both a ufo appears and an earlier book which was cheerily entitled rejection and betrayal gave me the strength to succeed which i really need to get my hands on um, it it's much harder to find than uh, than a ufo appears Speaking of a UFO, how a, of a UFO appears, we can't know how many read Helen's words. Uh, the sole review on Amazon is from 17 years ago and carries the headline, For Collectors Only, which I really can't argue with. Um, the only reason I have the book is that um, Helen was from Michigan and I was vacationing in northern Michigan and I saw the book in a bookstore. And I said, hey, a Michigan-based UFO book, this sounds really good. And I bought it, and I read it, and I was completely bewildered. And while doing research for this episode, I found almost nothing about Helen Gizmondi. According to public records, she died in 2004 in Taylor, Michigan, down in the Detroit area. But I could locate no obituary. I did locate an obituary from 2006, Um Apparently, um, her sister passed away in, um, in Pennsylvania, which, according to the book, is where is where Helen and her family grew up. No UFO website or writer has reviewed the book that I could find. Uh, it is, however, held by the lending library of the Michigan chapter of MUFON. If it wasn't for that and the solitary Amazon review, I would have some actual suspicion that I was the only one who'd actually ever read it. Not every saucer life is well documented. Not every encounter becomes part of the lore. Next time on The Saucer Life, we look at the origins of the Men in Black and the astonishing, charming, weirdly touching saucer life of Albert K. Bender. The episode after that will go to West Virginia and the Flatwoods Monster, which is particularly remarkable for being the first anomalous event with which Gray Barker was associated. Thanks for listening. And we hope you return for our next full length encounter on the origins of the men in black. It'll be there in about a month. You can follow along at saucerlife.wordpress.com and on Twitter at saucerlife, all one word. Or you can email us at thesaucerlife, all one word, at gmail.com. We'd love your feedback about this first sort of pilot episode, so get in touch. Thanks this week to Joshua Cutchin, author of A Trojan Feast and The Brimstone Deceit, who thought a podcast like this might be a good idea. You can find him on Twitter at Joshua Cutchin and at joshuakutchen.com. I stole the idea for using the Buchanan Brothers as theme music from many episodes of Greg Bishop's excellent Radio Mysterioso. Find it at radiomysterioso.com. If you could rate and review The Saucer Life on iTunes and anywhere else, that'd be great. Sharing and retweeting are also much appreciated. The Saucer Life is a Chizo Media production. Till next time, keep watching the skies, because the skies are watching you.
1: you better-